All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 51, recorded June 23rd, 2020. Woo! Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, What's up? Wow. What, what a freaking wonderful month it has been. And I'm so excited. There's so many things happening in the horror world yes. over the next few months. Yes. I'm excited. All right. Let's get started with some horror news. Uh, Crimes of the Future, David Cronenberg's return to body horror is now available on digital release. Is it? You can buy it. You oh, can buy, buy it, it or rent it on Amazon, and it will be available on Blu-ray in August. And I assume that when it comes out on Blu-ray, it'll start streaming for free on one service or another. I'm going to rent that. I want to see that. I definitely want to see it, but I'm not going to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to buy it, for sure. I'll, I'll rent it. Yeah, Unless I'll it comes out on, like, it. Shutter or something like that. Then I'll. Oh, I'm hoping it comes out on either Shutter or Amazon. HBO Max. Or HBO Max would be perfect, yeah. Um, HBO's 30 Coins Season 2 has brought Paul Giamatti into the cast. What? what? Nice. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, he's playing some rich dude. He, he plays a good yes. asshole. Yeah. Oh, he plays... That's what it sounds like he's playing. Dude, rich the Howard asshole. Stern movie was like the best role Pick he was ever in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are the motherfucking Antichrist. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's good. That guy's good. So I'm excited to see that, uh, and I'm glad they have a season two coming. That's Me too. Awesome. I'm I'm interested to see how they uh, how they do it because when the first season ended, like you know, almost all the evil dudes were dead except for that one guy. Right. Yeah. Um, this year's Halloween Horror Nights is going to include Blumhouse features from Freaky and the Black Phone Experience. Really. Oh, yes. cool. So starting at uh, Universal Studios in Orlando, September 2nd, ho- uh, the uh, Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights begins. And Universal Studios Halloween or Hollywood uh, begins September 8th, ho- uh, Halloween Horror Nights. So I saw Hollywood's doing the, um, the, mon- the uh, Universal like, Monster Universal Legends, Monsters, which looks pretty yep. sweet. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited for that. That looks good. Are we going to be doing that? Bl- yeah, when you guys come out, we should probably do it. It'd be great. We could probably do it as a review for not the show. Scary. How far is Not Scary Farm for you? Cause that, that not look, Scary Farm is 15, 20 minutes. That yeah, looks, we could do that, too. That looks so much more intense than, than the, the universe. could do both. I did it yeah. once, and it definitely was more intense. Yeah. I, I'd be down with doing both. Let's look, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, uh, an exclusive, Bloody Disgusting has an exclusive interview and some posts with some trailers and uh, posts from a trailer and some stills and some art images from the new Allegoria film by Spider-One. That's Rob Zombie's brother. Hmm. He was in Power uh, Man 5000, right? Power Man 5000, yeah. yep. That's good um, he, uh, he is going to have make his uh, de- directorial debut in Allegoria which is a group of artists that become unwittingly entangled in their obsessions and insecurities, manifest monsters and demons and death. Mm, interesting. Uh, the wait won't be long because it pre- premiered uh, at Panic Fest this summer and will be arriving on video on demand on Shutter on August 2nd, 2022. Sweet. So something to look forward to in August. Yeah. 
Uh, Power Man 5000. Uh, by the way, Spider One also, uh, he has a podcast where they tell horror stories in long form over multiple episodes. Nice. And I can't remember what the As I say, what's it called? Uh, hold on. I, I think I have it on my phone. Yeah, but it's pretty good. I listened to it a couple times, and uh, he directs the episodes, and oh, cool. he wrote some of the stories. What are they, like an hour, or half hour? It's hour-long episodes, but they're, it's a, you know, a, a serial. Um, is there, like, background noise and music, or is it just... Yeah, yeah, it's, and there's multiple voice actors oh. and all that other fun stuff. Yeah, check that out. Once um, I find out what the name is. Bleeder's <laughs> Digest, it's called. Nice. Bleeder's Digest. Bleeder's Digest. So uh, if you want to listen to another horror podcast after it has long-form storytelling, that's Bleeder's Digest. Uh, and that's part of Spider-One's uh, podcast. I think it's actually sponsored by Bloody Discussion. I think it's uh, Bloody Disgusting. I think it's their their podcast network. That's cool. Um, uh, what We Do in the Shadows, season four, released a long-form trailer. That I just posted on Instagram uh, and on our uh, Facebook. It looks funny as hell because it shows um, um, baby Colin riding a tricycle. <laughs> so he does grow up as time goes on in the series. So that's uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, what we do in the shadows comes back to season four on July 12th on FX. So coming up soon. Um, Laszlo struggles with the question of nature versus nurture as he tries raising baby Colin to be anything <laughs> other than an energy vampire. <laughs> Mm, that's tough. <laughs> Evan, even Guillermo finds himself in a powerful emotional track that touches on his love for his family and for others. Mm. Uh, this will cover some terrifying locations such as the secret supernatural night market, the Jersey Pine Barrens, and a wedding altar. Oh, sweet. Uh, with some more strange beasts, surprising guest stars, some tap dancing. Season four will be of What We Do in the Shadows continues to make a case for blood and comedy. And this time is just a touch of home renovation. I think it got renewed for another season, too. Yes, seasons four and five have been, uh, or five and six. Yeah, five yeah. and six. So season four is coming out, and it got renewed for five and six. Exciting, exciting. Indeed. Yeah. Um, we talked about last episode that there's a new horror series called uh, They Slash Them, starring Kevin Bacon, which is going to premiere on Peacock. Uh, a new teaser out says that it's not such a safe space for summer camp. Slasher starring Kevin Bacon. Hmm. They slash them is pronounced they slash them. <laughs> it's a slasher horror film that is set in an LGBTQIA plus conversion camp. Mm, conversion Executive camp. Oh, shit. Written and directed by John Logan, who wrote Penny Dreadful. Uh, in the Ooh, film. Like Penny Dreadful. Several queer and trans campers joined Whistler for a week of, of programming intended to help them find a new sense of freedom as the camp methods become increasingly more psychological, unsettling. The campers must work together to protect themselves. When a mysterious killer starts claiming victims, things get even more dangerous. Uh, this will premiere on Peacock Friday, August 5th. Sweet. I don't have Peacock anymore, but... Nor do I. You can just yeah pull up the app again, right? No, I thought there was a, there's certain free stuff, but I think original content and whatnot. You have yeah, to all the original content you have to pay for, but if it's reruns from NBC TV shows, they're free. Yeah, so you have uh, to pay for that. No, they have movies yes. and stuff on there for free. Older ones, yeah. Yeah. 
this is original content, so this probably won't be free. Yes, correct. Um, Netflix uh, movie is going to unleash Nazi zombies this summer in the Valley of the Dead. What? It's like Dead Snow. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is a foreign film that came out. It's a Spanish language film, so you have to use subtitles. But this is an undead movie called Valley of the Dead, uh, which will co- premiere this summer. They didn't give it a date. Hold on, let's see, July 11th. So it's a Spanish horror movie, Valley of the Dead, bites into Netflix, July 11th. The film takes place during the Spanish Civil War. Uh, during the Spanish Civil War, a small group of sworn enemies must work together as they encounter flesh-eating zombies created in a Nazi experiment. Sweet. That sounds pretty cool. Listen, when you think about things like Dead Snow and the sequel to Dead Snow, you know, Red Nazi versus zombies dead. are pretty scary. Yeah. yeah Red versus Dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a new horror movie that I put the trailer for, once again, up on Facebook and Instagram. The trailer for the movie Smile. That was creepy. Holy shit, Creepy yes. AF. The new trailer taunts, you're going to die. <laughs> After witnessing bizarre traumatic incident involving a doctor and patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins to take over her life, Rose must confront her troubled past in order to survive and escape her horrifying reality. Uh, the full trailer debuted yesterday. And it's going to be released September 30th. It will probably go from theaters to video on demand rather quickly. So A lot of movies have been doing that, like within a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead the Game has released on Twitter the first official in-game images of the upcoming Army of Darkness Castle of Kandera map. Mm, cool. So it's an entire map with the Castle of Kandera. So that's kind of nice. I've taken a break from that game. I just uh, I can't handle the, the, the... I have been banging my head against the wall, but I'm getting better at the online multiplayer. I just can't get past the, the single-player fucking uh, missions. Yeah, I, 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 I've taken a break. What we need is that a way to turn down the difficulty level to amateurish <laughs> adult, you know? Yeah, Something play it like I'm once a week yeah. level. I, I'm like an old man, and I only get to touch this game once in a while, so yeah. make it easy, please. I agree. I watched Army of Darkness a few nights ago. Ah, classic. Yep. Still holds up. Still holds up. Yep. Uh, Shudder has uh, purchased the This Is Guar documentary about the metal band Guar. That looks good. I cannot wait to watch it. It's not up there yet. I look for it every day because I'm waiting for it to appear. I want to watch it. That'll be fun. Um, This is the powerful story of the iconic heavy metal art collective um, as told by the humans who have fought to keep it alive for over 30 years. The feature documentary includes interviews of the band members, both past and present, and other artists that are fans of Guar, including Weird Al Yankovic, (laughs) Thomas Lennon, Alex Winter, Bam Majera, Ethan Embry, uh, including never-before-seen footage of the legendary Guar frontman Dave Brocky, a.k.a. Urus Urungus. Uh, I will tell you, one of my prized possessions is a poster of Sleazy P. Martini yep. uh, with the old uh, uh, Obama Hope picture, mm-hmm. where it's like black, uh, red, and blue. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom it says, Crack. And at the top it says, Dear Sal, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, nice. So that was that was a gift from my sister when she met Sleazy P. Martini. That's awesome. I have it hanging in my living room because that is one of my prized possessions. Sleazy P. Martini told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a 
interview with Bloody Disgusting, Stephen King reveals his upcoming novella, Rattlesnakes, is a sequel to, to Cujo. Huh. Interesting. Long time coming. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, in the interview, he says, there's a certain place that I go again and again, and I think we're all afraid of death. We're afraid of disillusion. We're afraid of falling to pieces. Mm, yeah. I've gone there several times. The thing is, with zombies or any of these things, you try to do something new with it. You try to go to a place where you haven't been before. I just wrote a long story called Rattlesnakes, and it involves, in one part, twins who are only four years old falling into a rattlesnake pit. Oh, Jesus. And the snakes get them. Basically, it's a terrible scene. And you don't want to say with a thing like that, oh, wow, I'm doing this. And nobody has done it before. It's all supposed to be organic to mm -hmm. the story. And it's supposed to be severe to the story. So I don't think a lot about going to a transgressive place on purpose. It's the nature of the story itself. Hmm. So I'm excited by that. That sounds pretty terrible. I'm wondering how organically two four-day-old kids... Four-year-olds. Oh, four-year-olds fall into a Fall into snake a rattlesnake pit. pit. Unless it's like in Florida with those snake handlers. Could be. You could know. Be. I mean, dude, have you ever seen a rattles, rattlesnake nest? I uh, have not, no. They pick odd places to nest, and it's fucking terrifying because there's often six to eight baby rattlesnakes and a mama. It's almost like a crack house. Oh, yeah. Damn. Um, a new trailer for Prey, the Predator mm, prequel, that looks good. is now available online. This will premiere on Hulu August 5th. Really? Hulu? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Straight, straight to Hulu. Sweet. I don't have Hulu. It's the only no? one I don't have, Hulu. I have the, uh, the cheap version. I don't have, like, the Hulu, like, uh, with TV. I just have, like, the basic Hulu. Yeah, I don't have it with TV either. But this, that's okay, because this is, this is going to be part of regular Hulu. Cool. I just wish they would get rid of Hulu, actually. I wish I wish they would just take all that content and put it on Disney+. Plus. Like, why can't I just have one fucking streaming service with all of it in there? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they got, they got, like, all the old Netflix Marvel stuff on Disney+. Well, Plus right, now, they so. have the adult-rated stuff on there, so just move the adult content over. We're good. Come yeah. on. Um, yeah, so the plot for this movie is, in the Comanche Nation 300 years ago, a young woman, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled warrior, has been raised in the shadow of some of the most legendary hunters that roam the Great Plains. So when danger threatens her camp, she sets out to protect her people. The prey she stalks and ultimately confronts turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal, resulting in vicious and terrifying showdown between the two adversaries. I think it's a great concept. I, I like the, uh, the predator prequel idea. Uh, and and having having it against like a more you know, yeah, less yeah. technologically advanced uh, foe. Exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see. I'll watch that shit. I think that's all I got right now. You guys got any uh, anything else you want to talk about in news? Just uh, I, I know we we can't say a lot because uh, Craig hasn't watched it at all or. Not all of it is the no, Stranger I'm, Things yeah, season, season two. I'm in season Stranger two. Things. No, Stranger Things season four. Um, oh, no, yeah, I'm like like four into four episodes in. Okay, I, I I was impressed. Yeah, I gotta say, I was impressed. Um, impressed so far. As we really said before, we were like, how, where where, yep. where else do you go with it? Like they went somewhere, yeah. and it was impressive. I, I gotta say, Eddie's probably one of my favorite. 
favorite characters on the show. That that fuck guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. That guy's awesome. He's British and, too. And, and I want to say this. Um they have shown a trailer for season 4 part 2. It's only two episodes, right? Two episodes, but they're each over an hour long. Uh the first one is an hour long, the second one is 2 hours long. It's a full-length movie. Oh, nice. Okay. So, Sweet. um they did show some trailers, and I think, and I hope, it looks like Eddie might wind up, he might wind up being our hero. Oh, sweet. That'd be awesome. So we'll see. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, and it was nice to see um, Robert England in it. You know, he yeah. played like... Dude, his role was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, and, and I like how they, uh, they, 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 how the season four, volume one, like, ended with, like, that, you know, like, it kind of brought everything together. I was like, oh, shit. I, yep. It was cool. I liked it. I it was, was very happy. It was very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's the uh, one we just watched is with uh, Creel. The only negative thing I'll say is they followed a formula that I figured out what was going on before they got you there. Like, I, I knew yeah. Yeah. what True. was happening True. because they were following a typical formula. But the thing is, they executed it very well. Like, even though it followed, you know, the normal formula, the normal tropes of this type of horror movie, I was like, oh... Oh, man. all right. Well, they're doing it good. I mean, I even said to my daughter, because she watched it, she got to those episodes before me, and I said, just based on what I watched in this last episode, here's my prediction. <laughs> and you were right dead on. And she goes to me, you already watched it. I go, no, I didn't. It's just they're following a formula, and this is how the formula plays out. Yeah. I just want to see how they played out. And I think they executed it well. I think it was really good. I like the uh, the dynamic between Steven and Justin. Like the the two of them together are are yeah. this is great. Yep. Yep. Great yeah, show. They've done a great job with this season. I, I was really afraid it was gonna be milking a dead cow to get more cash out of it, but and according to the Duffer brothers, there's gonna be a season five. So Wait, what? I thought yeah. they were done for sure this time. That's what I thought too, but apparently not. Uh, also, um I, I I haven't gotten it. I've been toiling with getting it. I mentioned it to you guys that uh, that game that just came out, the the Quarry, yeah, which yeah. is like that uh, choose your own adventure kind of game. And, yeah. I mean, it looks awesome. The story looks great. It's got some great voice talent in it. I mean, the guy who played by uh, David Arquette basically looked. I was like, that's got to be David Arquette, right? Like that's David Arquette. I was like, yeah. And they started showing like, the names at the end. I'm like, it is David Arquette. Yeah. But that looks sweet. I mean, apparently there's so many different endings because you can choose to play as yeah. one of the counselors, and then each yeah, counselor has again. so many. Until Dawn game, which is the same company. Yeah, and they said it's like uh, it's like that game, but better than that one. So yeah, I might wait till the price comes down a little bit. Yeah, I was watching the trailers and stuff. I just um for PlayStation Plus, I just signed up for the new PlayStation Plus. Okay, the extra high priced one that gives you streaming games. All so the maybe back once that comes, it's been a bit older. Just if it gets older and gets over there, I'll play it then. Yeah, it here's lo- the like lesson it looks I fun. learned. Here's the lesson I learned recently with my PlayStation Five. I'm too old to be spending $70 on a game I can play once a week. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like, I was so looking forward to that uh, Evil Dead game coming out. I was, like, you know, stoked. Yep. And, yep. yeah, like, I play it, like, once a week, yep. and I get frustrated when I'm playing it, and I'm like, fuck this yep. game. So, yep. yeah, I was like, man, I could have just waited for this to, like, be, like, a year old and then played it. Yeah, do you have Xbox Game Pass or whatever it's called, where you can play all kinds of games? I don't. I, I had it, but I don't play games as often as I used to, um, and I'm very particular in the kinds of games I play, so it's basically... Yeah. For me, it's like going to a buffet. A buffet is wasted on me because I eat a little, and then right. that's it. And I'm spending My, 30 bucks to have like one plate of food. Like, Why would I do that? It's kind of like Game well, Pass. 
Right. Well, my justification for the new, you know, um, PlayStation Plus Premium Gold or whatever is that I paid seventy dollars for the this um, one of the newest games that came out for that for uh, forbidden whatever to fuck. 70 bucks, that game is hard as fuck. I got about a third of the way through the game, and I'm like, God damn it, I even have it on the easiest fucking setting, and I can't, because I only go to it once a week, and I yeah. forget how to aim the fucking bow and arrow. And and then I, I, played a, I paid $100 for the collector's edition of the Evil Dead one, and then I paid seventy dollars for the another for another new game, and I'm like, right there, like I yeah. paid three hundred bucks for games. Right. So why don't I just pay a hundred dollars a year and just play the old shit that I like? Like they have all the Silent Hill games up there. They have all the remakes. They have the PlayStation Two versions of the games up there that you can play. Silent so Hill like, games. This. What? Nice. Yeah. And then and then when these games oh, come out, then you'll have those available to you too. And you and maybe a year or two old, but fuck it, you know it's it's fine by me. I don't have to pay premium for the upfront. I got you. I got you. Of the game. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, awesome. So let's go on to we haven't we forgot to do this section last week, but I'm going to do it this week. Five great films that you should watch on a streaming service. Oh yeah. So this month I'm going to do it. I'm going to do HBO because I just watched a show the other uh, movie last night on HBO, an old movie that I loved, and I added it to the list. So this month on HBO we've got Antlers, mm, yep. nice movie. We reviewed it just yeah, a couple months ago. I dug it. American Psycho, a fucking classic that's in all of our lists. Yes. Uh, Warm Bodies, which is a comedy horror about zombies. I don't think I've ever seen that one. It's really funny, and it's really good. And it's on HBO, Uh, so maybe I'll check it out. Um, Hobo with a Shotgun. That's the one I watched the other (laughs) night. Uh, That's Rutger 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 Hauer. Fucking amazing movie. I (laughs) love it. I have it. I have uh, have a digital copy of it that someone made for me a couple years ago, and it's not a very good quality. But the one on HBO Max is HD, and it was just, that's the one I watched the other night. I'm like, fuck, I forget how great this fucking movie was. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, Hobo with a Shotgun is like... It's like early 2000s, right? Yeah, it's, it's like 15 years old or something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I Was a Teenage Zombie, which came out when I was in seventh grade. Mm. And I remember renting it on VHS and watching it with my friends. It's a comedy horror. It's very campy, but it's very good. Yeah, I don't know that one either. I'll have to check that out, too. So there's five zombie. films to check out. Nice. And I would say if, if you're gonna if you're gonna check out these movies, definitely Hobo with a Shotgun and I Was a Teenage Zombie. Both good comedy horrors. Both of them are very campy, but they're very good. Sweet. All right. Let's move on to our top five for the month. The top five of the month is Top five hor- foreign horror films. I can't believe we so, haven't done this before. I was shocked. I'm like, we, we never did this? So this this month we're doing Craig, Chris, Sal. I'm sorry. Craig, Sal, Chris is the order because Chris went first. This could, have been, this could have been a top ten list, seriously. Like, yeah. It, it certainly could have. Because I've got uh, you know, a bunch of honorable mentions. Yeah, so do I. I. couldn't even fit onto the list. That's why yeah, I, what I, I asked before I, I mentioned it, I'm like, eh, have we seen enough foreigns? And then I started, like, counting. Well, that's why I said, yeah. do we mean just foreign language or, like, any foreign film? Because there's a ton of, like, foreign films when, from Canada, right. Australia, New Zealand, you know, that... Uh, the way I look at it, if it was not originally released in the U.S., right. it's a foreign film. Yep. yep. For sure. Could be foreign language, could be not, but if it was released as the original market was in some other country, it's a it foreign counts. film. yeah. All right, uh, Craig, go ahead. All right. Uh, number five, uh, I have uh, 30 coins. We just talked nice. about that. 
Yeah. That's uh, from Spain. Yep. I also marked down where they were from. I did, too. Uh, I did. Yeah, that's a great show. That show surprised me. Uh, like, yeah. Super surprised me. And... I was really surprised, too. It, it pulls you in the first episode. Anytime a show can pull me in on the first episode, you, you got to stick it out, you know? Yep, for sure. And I'm excited for the second season. Uh, number four, A Girl Walks Home. Was that on your list last week? Yeah. It was on my list too last. I was gonna say <laughs> I, I remember that movie from, and I haven't seen it yet, but I remember you guys talking about that. Yeah, girl, even like well, like, one at night. Yeah, girl. It's, yeah. Uh, well, remember it. Yeah, it got it. It, it won a Chainsaw Award this year. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So that's uh, an Israeli film. Uh, yeah. When you get a chance, uh, you know, twice in two months we mentioned it, so it's it's, it's definitely worth it. It is black and white. De- and definitely, definitely white. worth it. I think you can watch an English dubbed version, but I, like I said, I always like to watch. I don't have the English version. Uh, I have I have a DVD uh, of the uh, the foreign version here. Yep. Uh, number three, I have the Human Centipede. Ooh. I refuse to watch that movie. Never That's watched a, it, dude. <laughs> Never watched it, dude. You got to watch the second one. <laughs> I'm not watching any of that shit, man. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched the second one already, too. Yeah, so I'm, bund- I'm bundling all, all of the... Uh, Can't the do it. Sure. Can't bring myself to watch that. Well, you have to. You have no, to. no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I got to draw the line somewhere, and that is where I'm drawing my line, man. Dude, Ask you don't the know mouth what you're missing. is not you don't for me. don't know what you're missing. Oh, I know what I'm missing. Ask the mouth. <laughs> Did, did you ever see the South Park? The South Park yeah, did, parody yeah. one? Yeah, that Should was I right. eat the cuttlefish? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. What, that is that one, a German film? It seems like it'd be German. It's Dutch, actually. It's mm. Dutch, yeah. Basically German. <laughs> More or less. All right, what's your next one? Yeah, that uh, director did some weird movies, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You think? Dude, well, yeah, but I think I got I got an autograph. I have an autograph uh, picture. Uh, weirder than that? Well, weirder yeah. than human awesome. t- Really? Ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Every movie he's got, it's so it's all ass, ass to mouth. mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, the second one was more over the top than the first one, bro. I've got an autograph picture of the main actor, the star of the second one. Yeah. Was he uh, was he in the middle or the end or the front? No, he was the guy that put together oh. the second centipede. He was a fan of the first guy, and he said, "I can make it bigger. I can do better." <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> but I got him to sign it, and he goes, uh, "He signed it." And I'm trying to find a copy of it that I had on my phone. But he signed it, and he wrote, "Always keep your bowel movements clean," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is fucking fucking ah, great. That's right. awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I saw him at that um, Chiller Theater in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Uh, that's crazy. Yep. The year that that film came Did out. Did he have a cowboy there. hat on? I think he always wears like a cowboy hat or something, too. No, no. Th- this was the actor, man. He was a fat, oh, pudgy, oh, oh. sweaty guy with the thick bo- oh, Coke yeah, bottle glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he looked just like he did in the film, which made me think, maybe <laughs> this like guy is really the fucking dude. <laughs> <on. No. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, maybe this guy's really the fucking dude. <laughs> uh, yep. All right, so uh, number two, I went with another show, uh, Marianne, off of Netflix. Nice, nice. That was creepy that was, as fuck, man. That, that was show. French. Yep. Yeah, 
that was. A I wish they would have made a, a second season to that, or like a. a yeah, like a... yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that was good. that was creepy. Yep, I might rewatch that one. On uh, number one, I have Dead Alive from New Zealand. Sweet. Yep. I mean, that's that's a. I mean, that's over like, over the top. Like it's it, it's comedy horror, but like it's just because it's so over the top, you know, like just crazy, like the guts and viscera and blood in that movie the, yep. the one scene i will just never forget is the fucking the the fucking scene with the mom uh, and the <laughs> yeah either that or the lawnmower scene those are the two scenes that was pretty like, sweet whenever, whenever i think about that movie it's one of those two scenes and i can't believe it had been so i, I hadn't seen that movie up until what like a year or two ago when you guys kept yeah. talking about it i'm like I, i'd never seen it <laughs> trying to find it somewhere to stream was the hard thing it was, yeah, that is hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, because it's it's depending on where it was released in the U.S. or in foreign brain markets, damage, it's, it's either the name yeah, Dead Alive or Brain Damage, right? Yep. Yeah, because I guess yeah, in the I U.S. there was already a movie called Dead Alive. Brain yes. Damage. Uh, brain, da- was, brain Damage, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damage, That's yeah. the one with the guy with the, with the thing on his and, neck, yeah. yeah. Also not a bad movie. I, I was going to say, it's another good movie. Yeah. And, Honorable uh, mentions, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yep. Uh, let the right one in. That nice. was uh, Swedish, I think. Yeah, Swedish. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Martyrs from France. I don't think I've seen that one. That's an older one. Yeah. Um, pretty disturbing. It's sort of yeah. like uh, Last House on the Left kind of. Oh, cool. Flick. I'll check that out too. Martyrs. Martyrs. Yeah. It's, it's French. Yep. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right. Nice. Now it's my turn. All right. Nice list. My my number five, Babadook. Mm. Ooh, the Babadook. Nice. Yes. That kid was too annoying for me, but <laughs> uh, I I still thought it was good. No, it was, it was a good. It was scary. it was creepy. Yeah, it was yeah. an intense movie. Uh, my my number four, The Devil's Backbone. That's a uh, Guillermo del Toro. Spanish. It's a Spanish film. It's yep. very good. I don't know if I've seen that one. Actually, bought it. Because 2013 or something, somebody told me about it, so I bought it on Apple iTunes, so I mm-hmm. have a digital version that I bought. Cool. Uh, my number three, Ring. Uh, okay. It's the original Japanese release yeah. of The Ring. Was it called Ring? Fucking Ludo, terrifying. Right? I don't think I've seen that. It's, it, I think it's just Ring, but that O is like the symbol of The Ring. Yeah, I, I don't think, think I've seen the Japanese Ring. version. No, it's I think good. they spelled R-I-N-G. Is it Ringu? Is it, uh, is it much different than the Americanized version? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Creepier? Yeah. No, I think so. I think the Japanese version has way more dread to it than the okay. U.S. version. Yeah, they make uh, scarier noises, too, right? The, the ghosts, well, like, one of the things that Japanese horror films are very good at is dread. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, my number two. A girl walks home alone at night. Hmm. Nice. You know, it was on last Two lists again. Also, yep. Yep. Uh, and my number one, which I recommend to everybody, I say, look, if you're gonna watch one, you know, if you don't like foreign horror films and you're just gonna watch one, this is the one you watch. Let the right one in. Look yeah. at that. Yep. That's nice. my number one. Uh, I've got a bunch of honorable mentions. Uh, Train to Busan. Nice. Great film. That was a good one. That was a great movie. Yep, the original 1971 Suspiria, a great Italian film. Yep. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Audition, again, another Japanese dread film. 
Yeah. I, I actually recently talked my son into watching this, and he was like, Jesus Christ, that was horrible. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking great yeah. film. Japanese are good at making horrible movies. I oh mean, not God, horrible yes. movies, but like... Horrible, hor- like existential dread. Yeah. Like fucking yeah. uncontrollable, yeah. Uh, and number four, uh, Dead Alive, a.k.a. Uh, Brain Dead. That's nice. Nice. Yeah. What was that? It was a weird one too. It was Japanese, and she house? like goes to her aunt's house or something like that. House, like a bunch of her yeah. school friend. House, yeah, 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 yeah. That was fucking great too. I, sh- I should have put that on the list, but yeah, that, that was a good. That was a good movie. Yeah, nice. So, Chris, that uh, a girl walks home alone at night. It's, it's actually free on Tubi right now. So. Oh, okay, cool. I'll uh, I'll add it to my list and try to watch it this summer. We're uh, we're going on vacation in a couple weeks uh, next week, so I think um, it's on Shutter too. Okay, okay. I'm on Shutter right now. And it's you, you said it's like from like last year, right? It's like a 2021 film. No, it was 2014. Uh, 2020. Uh, oh, was it's, it? it's that well, old. Well, I mean the, the what, US release though. Yeah. 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 I think it's older. I saw it a while back. Okay. Really? I thought it was newer. It just got an award this year. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it is a 2014 film. Yeah, huh. interesting. Well, I just watched it last year, so I, I thought it came out last year. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, I thought it did win an award, didn't it? Yeah, it did on the te- on the Chainsaw Awards, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards this year. Hmm. I don't know. All right. Nice list. Yeah. I uh. Yeah, like I said, I, I could have done top ten here. Um, so I'll go through my top five, and then I'll just kind of rattle off my honorable mentions. Um, my number five was The Loved Ones. It's an Australian film. That, that was a good one. That girl, oh, that, yeah. was, <laughs> that girl was freaking nuts, man. And the when they lift up that, like, trap door and all those. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that movie was, uh, it was different. It was, it was I forgot something about different. that one. That probably would have made my list, yeah. Yeah. I should have looked at the movies we reviewed because we did review a couple that were from. from yeah, that, that's that's one of them. Yeah. We we actually yeah. reviewed yeah. that one. Uh, number uh, four for me is Thirty Coins. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, was a very interesting series. I liked the concept. Uh, my number three, Dead Alive. Um, like I said before, I hadn't even seen that movie up until like two years <laughs> ago, and it so fun. Such a fun movie. My number two, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, it's a great okay. movie, and then it spawned like an amazing series. I, I, is, I don't know if the series is the series in New Zealand too, or is the series no, done in, in the U.S. The well, series is well, yeah, it takes yeah. place in, in yeah Staten Island. I think is where it's actually, it, but it's not filmed in Staten Island. in New Zealand. It, but but it's not filmed in New Zealand either, right? No, it's filmed in California here. Yeah, I think most of it. it okay, is, it but is the original, but the original was from New Zealand, and uh, that was another movie that you guys introduced me to. I hadn't ever watched it, and uh, I mean, it's spawned a, an amazing series too. Yeah, and yeah, my number one is Train to Busan. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Korean Korean zombie horror, but I mean, it also was a great movie. I mean, I actually was like kind of sad at the end of the movie. They they really yeah. did a good job of the the tension in the movie, like raising and lowering, and then you really cared about the characters. A lot of times in horror movies, you don't really care about the characters, especially the zombie movies. It's not often you care about the characters, but they did a good job with that movie. And I don't. There's a sequel out that I haven't seen, but um, I just thought that was a, an excellent film out of uh, Korea. I have quite a few honorable mentions. I'll just kind of go through them real quick. 
I also had Marianne uh, as one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Dead Snow. Uh, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. Great uh, movie from uh, Norway. One Cut of the Dead, a Japanese horror comedy, which is just a, a, an awesome movie. I love the fact that the first 30 minutes of the movie is, is done in one cut, which is kind of where the name came from. And it, 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 it starts out slow, but, but it, it, it's a great payoff at the end. Uh, the Platform, which was on Netflix, and I think I had this in another list not too long ago. Uh, Spanish movie. Uh, May the Devil Take You, Indonesian movie. Uh, it's a great uh, homage to uh, The Evil Dead, and I thought it was a, a great flick. And a classic horror story, which is an Italian flick, also a Netflix movie that uh, came out, I think, last year. Uh, Italian horror, which also pays homage to a lot of different um, uh, horror genres with a nice twist at the end. Nice. So, yeah, like I said, I, top ten would have been great because there was some I even forgot about that I could have put in. But, uh, yeah, so that's nice. my uh, honorable mentions. So uh, that's the, our lists were very diverse this time because there were so many movies and TV yeah. shows to choose from. Yeah, uh, but we did have some overlap, which is kind of great. We because did. It just shows that we think the same way. Uh, just for just for a little side note, there, I did look up what we do in the shadows filming locations, which I think I talked about before. That the exterior of the house is filmed in South Pasadena here. That's right, because you went Dallas to that. Yeah, and I asked if they had the bushes and out there, the shrubberies they did not out there. Have the bushes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I um, forgot about that. But it says the rest of it is on a soundstage filmed in Canada. So okay. But the original is a New Zealand from New Zealand. So. New Zealand, yes. that's correct. And filmed in New Zealand. Yeah, that yeah. movie came out in 2015, and I remember watching it and telling everyone, "You got to watch this. It is so goddamn funny." I even got my sister to watch it, and just, just so fucking good, so good. Yeah, I think when we did our vampire review, you had that in there, and I'm like, I, I, I think I've seen it a couple times on Netflix, but I always just kind of pass over it. Yeah. And you're like, "You got to watch it, man. It's great." And I, yeah. it's a great movie. Loved it. Yeah. That was a good list. Very good. Awesome. I watched Flight of the Concords too on HBO, and that's you sort of how I got familiar with Jemaine Clement. Yeah, his vampire was the best in the movie. Yeah, uh, when the interviewer's like, well, "Why do you eat the? Why do you need to have virgins?" Well, I think of it this way: if uh, if you're going to eat the sandwich, it would be better if someone didn't fuck it. It's classic. <laughs> classic. All right, uh, now we are going to talk about the movie of the month, our review for this month. Um, the movie is Hellbender. Um, Hellbender uh, came out in 2022. If you look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, you'll see that um, uh, critics, 59 reviews, give it a 97%. And the audience score of 50 ratings, 50 plus ratings, gives Still it a score pretty good. 59%. Um, this movie is a horror. Uh, it came out February 24th, 2022. It's about a teen and her mother live a simply in a home in the woods, spending their time making metal music, which, by the way, the soundtrack was pretty good. It was really yeah. good. I liked the music they did. Yep. If they wrote and, and played that, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. I was trying to look it up, and I couldn't find information yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, they were good tunes. I mean, that, that's there a family. There was a song that... or two at the end, I think, that was uh, somebody else. Yes. Uh, in fact, in the credits, I remember looking and going, oh, shit, I didn't realize that's who sang that. Uh, and yeah, I, 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 I've, I've recognized the voice, but I couldn't. 
So there was a chance encounter with a fellow teen that causes them to uncover a connection between her family and the witchcraft, which causes a rift between her and her mother. So this was directed by John Adams, Zelda Adams, and Toby Poser. Uh, it was produced by Toby Poser uh, and written by Zelda Adams, Toby Poser, and John Adams. Yeah, they're like a family uh, movie group, mm-hmm. which yes. this is the second yeah, one we, we watched. There's another movie from them. The Deeper You Dig. Yeah, yeah, the deeper you dig, Toby Poser was the mother in that movie. She's the mother in this movie. Zelda Adams is the daughter in this movie. Daughter uh, in the other movie. Yep, and John Adams, who um, is also the um, the uncle in this movie, hmm. uh, who is also the director of the film. Uh, right, so let's just give everyone a heads up that... Um, we're going to be talking details and spoilery stuff in here. So if you're not um, familiar with this movie, you haven't watched it yet, and you don't want to be spoiled, please stop listening, go watch the movie, and uh, come back and listen to our review. And pick All it up right. right here. So, Hellbender. Um, let I, me start off by saying... I was bored. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. It was um, an hour hour and twenty minutes, but it felt like three hours. I, I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda torn on this movie because there was a lot of stuff about the movie I liked the by themselves. Idea. But yes, the movie itself I kept looking at my watch like uh like is it like it was right. tough for me to uh, like to mm, yeah. It did pick up at the end, but the beginning yes. was awfully slow. Well and, and the problem is it was so slow it could not keep my attention to the point where I literally stopped watching it and then watch uh, halfway through and then yeah, began watching the rest of it two days thing. later. I did the same thing. I yeah, I, uh, I I actually watched the the entire thing on uh, actually just this past uh, Tuesday night because I wanted to watch the hockey game last night. I usually watch them Wednesday night before our show, so I, it's fresh in my memory. Yeah, but yeah. I watched it Tuesday. I watched it straight through. I didn't pause it, but there, I did pause it a couple times to go take a leak and grab a beer and get some snacks, and it didn't it didn't hold my interest. Um, yeah. But that's not to say it's a terrible film. There was a lot of good stuff about it. So, like well, that's the thing. Up at the end, yeah, go ahead. But like I said, it's it's sad because it was only an hour and twenty. I'm like, oh, it's only an hour and twenty. It seemed like two hours or yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: the the storyline was really good, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Overall, but it the took overall them too long. Like when she yes. finally said, "Oh, you're a hellbender." I'm like, why didn't she say that like a half hour ago in the movie? Uh, well, right, because you didn't know what was going on, you're like, what the I, I think on? that's because that's it's that type of movie, and 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 I'm not typically drawn to art like art house horror. Like, right, right. I, seldom am I. This was a movie with a message, and the reason it took so long to get to that point was because that was secondary to the the idea that the movie was trying to portray. You know, so they wanted to build you up to this young girl who's being raised by her mother. And it's a coming of age story for a young woman and an old, you know, an older woman and the, their paths are crossing in, in time. Yeah. And I get that. It's just not my kind of film. Exactly. And that's that's what I want to say is I'm not saying it's a bad film. Right. It was a it was a the, the cinematography was great. It was. It was and the music was, was great. Movie they made for The sure. music was great. And I wondered like the whole time, like, I wonder if they like wrote this music. Yeah. The music was great. Yeah, the idea of the story, like the concept, the story they're trying to tell, was good. Yeah, 
Um, and I even liked the ending. I, I thought the ending was pretty cool. Absolutely. But the thing is, my understanding is that there's a conflict brewing between the mother and the daughter. But they didn't, they didn't make you anticipate it enough. Like, they just drew it out way too long. And by halfway through the movie, you should have had an idea there's a brewing conflict well, here. Well, it, right? it was after she, after she ate that, that worm and had the blood in her because she was just eating sticks and pine cones up until that point. <laughs> right. And then she's like, why did I have that weird reaction to eating that worm? And then her mom told her. So yeah. that's when she, that's where, that's the jump off for her realizing, holy shit, blood makes me like, kind of like do cool shit. But that was more than halfway through the fucking movie. Yes. Like, I mean, that's yes, the problem. Like, it took too long to that's get to I the said. conflict. They should have dropped that, like, yeah. a half hour but, before. But, 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 but that's the type of movie it is. And, and right. again, like we said, like, it's not it's my not kind my of thing. film. It's yeah, not, not my, my thing. thing. It, it, it's not a bad movie. No. It's just not my kind of movie. No. And I think all the credit to the, the writing. Yeah. And especially the budget that they probably had for that. Because it, it, it's super low budget, you know? Yeah, and you consider the direction and the cinematography. Like, some of the shots were just fucking beautiful. Yeah, and some but, of them dream sequences and stuff were, were pretty trippy. Like, if you yeah, were, like, high or on some mushrooms yeah. or something like that. It well, was that's probably... the thing. Here's the thing. So, Saturday night is when I started watching it. And I took mushrooms and I smoked some <laughs> weed. And, and then I went out on the couch. I'm like, this is going to be a great movie. I can't fucking wait. Because the last movie was so good. So, I, get, I sit down. I'm like, hey, this guy did a pretty good job in the last movie. This one looks like they probably put more budget into it. Like, the, the trailer even looked better. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for, like, a fucking great film. And then the mushrooms kicked in, and I was just like, <laughs> I can't keep my brain on this film. Did we, did we really? Like, I think the first movie, we kind of said the same thing, though. Like, it was kind of yeah. the same thing. Like, it, it, it drug on, and it was, it was more concept than it was, like, like, yeah. the, like it, it. He had great ideas, but he drugged them out, and you know. But the thing is, we like gave that one like a three and a half or something. Did we? Didn't we? Yeah, no. I don't think. I'm, I don't know. I think we gave it maybe a two and a half. I think it was a two. Or... Yeah, I'm thinking maybe two and a half, two or two, like Craig said, because I felt the same way about that. There was a lot of good elements to the movie, and yeah. considering it was their their first one, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't my kind of movie. And so, I, I took I took a chance on this because it had good reviews. It, it it wasn't it really wasn't no, a know. bad yeah, film. You're right, you're right. It was a two out of five. Yeah. It, but it I, wasn't. But a, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna recommend another <laughs> Well, no. like, like you said, it's not terrible. It, no, if, it, if, if it's you, your if this is your bag, yeah, it's fucking great. If, if you yeah. if you want something a little bit like trippy and a little bit more like. I don't want to say intellectual, but artistic and, you know, like... What is the thing? I wish I would have saved the mushrooms for two days later when I watch <laughs> the second half of the fucking film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it does get more trippy in the second it half. It does. It does. Yeah. That's what I was kind of expecting was more trippy, more like, you know, witchcraft yeah. shit. Because like, I'm really into, like, the witchcraft movies. I dig that shit. I, I think that's, like, the part of uh, American history and European history yeah. about witches. It's and awesome. Because that, that it's legit. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it just didn't. It didn't. And I do. and I and I thought the concept of a hellbender was pretty cool. It was part witch, part demon, and part yeah. like apex predator. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking scary shit. Yeah. But you only ever saw their faces once as as the yeah. like you know legit hellbender, and it was kind of her mom trying to like keep her from becoming who she was the entire movie, which was the point of the movie. But it, like, if you're looking for a horror movie. It, it, yes, it's a, in the horror genre, but it, it 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 missed a whole lot of things that I look for to enjoy a horror movie that right. I enjoy. And again, it just not wasn't my kind of movie. Right, right. 
Um, the fact, you know, the fact <laughs> it took place in upstate New York, you know, they mentioned the towns and stuff that I was familiar with. So I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's, you know, East Coast shit, and upstate New York. Um, they're on like their property borders with state game land. You know, when the, they have a run in with the uh, the state yeah. game officer that's saying, hey, we're finding these corpses. And w- maybe it's like a rabid fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. wild animal or something. And uh, I'm just thinking, yeah, you know. But yeah. that girl's out there eating shit. Yeah, that was the other thing. They, could, I mean, that they all left all that to the imagination too. And that was your point, like the, the the growing conflict. They 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 didn't show enough of it. They they should have shown the girl right. spreading her wings more, like you know, showing her advancing. Like you know, they didn't really do they. they in a couple of the dream states, they kind of try to fast forward through that whole thing. But if you would have showed me maybe her like chowing down on a deer, or you know, like learning she could like do some crazy shit without her mom present, right, right. maybe that would have, like, you know, helped. Like I'm, j- I'm just thinking about when they ate the worms and then the sequence in the woods where, like, they're fucking around and then they puke on each other's faces. And I'm like, yeah, that, that shit would have been fucking great halfway through the movie because it would have kept yeah. me watching it, yep. you know? Yeah, or when you find out that that guy who owned that house that, that they were swimming in, she killed him. Give me something, like... yeah. You know, yeah. you kind of under, understand that that's what happened, but I maybe show because that's her. That would have been her first like legit kill of a, a person. And, you know, she ate a worm up until that point. Um, that would have been cool. Like show her like ravaging that dude or at, at, in the aftermath, like his corpse laying there, and she's got like blood all over her face or something to kind of. You even, know, even if it's even if it's more of a subtle nod, would have been fine. It yeah, just wasn't there? Just wasn't enough there. There wasn't enough yeah. there. Yeah, and and I understand that's that's not the direction that the director wanted to take. Exactly, I, exactly, right. and and that's why I say it, it wasn't a bad movie. It's just not my kind of movie. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I was because my daughter was asking me like she didn't watch it, but she was saying so. How is it? I'm like I stopped watching it. Like Saturday night when she came home from work, she's like, "Hey, how how was that movie you're watching?" I go, "I don't know. I stopped watching it. I'm gonna yeah. watch the rest of it some other day because I'm too high to watch it now." Yeah, that's my my daughter asked me too. I was like, it wasn't terrible. I said it's just it wasn't my kind of film. Like it, it was okay. There was good stuff about it. I thought the cinematography yeah. was good, and I think yeah, I said yeah. the same thing about his first movie. I, I I enjoyed the cinematography. But even this one was so much better. Like some of those shots when he zoomed in, like the toy cars and shit. There was a couple things that he like zoomed in on, and yeah, these shots were just fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was so disappointed in the way the story was going. It it kind of. It was almost heartbreaking <laughs> that I had to yeah. stop watching it because I was so ready for something better. But, but it, yeah. like I said, I'm not knocking the film. I'm not knocking the director. It just f- for my taste, right? It, it didn't hit the mark. It didn't satisfy what I wanted to see out of this movie. Um, but there were some things of it that I loved. The soundtrack was great. The the you know some of the directions they took in terms of of st- story direction, like the idea was great. Yeah. The cinematography, like I said, there were so many shots that were just downright beautiful in that film. But, dude, too fucking slow. Too slow. Yeah. An hour and a half movie should not feel like it's three hours long. No. I agreed. All right. So with that in mind, um, <laughs> I, I got to say. I'm going two and a half. That, that's I'm, what I was gonna say too, and and I'm I'm only going two and a half because, like I said, it's it's not a bad movie. It's just not my thing. It was better yeah, than I, the first one. I, I was gonna give it a two, but I'm gonna give it a two and a half because you're right. It's like I said, the director, all, all the credit to the director. 
and what, and, what and a, the actor, the actresses, and the actors too. Right. Yeah. Um, the mother, you know, she reprised a similar role to what she had last time, but you could tell that she's more seasoned now. Like she's mm-hmm. way better at some of the scenes. Yeah. Um, the daughter was really good. She was a great. And it sounded like you said the soundtrack sort of saved it too, right? Yeah. Right, and, and that's the thing too is I've been trying to look it up, and I'm like, I've really wondered. Yeah, like, I can't find it. Yeah. Who the heck that was at the end of the movie? Yeah, but but uh, yeah. So for me, I'll, I'll say two and a half stars also. So all, all in all, overall, we'll give it an American Nightmare podcast two and a half stars out of five. Um, a generous it, two and a half. A generous two and a half, yes. <laughs> but and and, and with, with a cautionary tale that look, if you're looking for the typical you know gore inspired weird wild and crazy witchcraft film, this isn't it. Or even, if you're looking, or even if you're looking for like an A24 type slow burn. This isn't it. The, the payoff never comes, comes to yeah. the point where you're like, it was worth the real slow build. Right, right. Yeah. All right. All right. That's fair. Okay. Two and a half stars is fair. All right. Excellent. So that'll wrap up uh, this episode. What, what I do want to do as part of our little outro here is say thank you to all of our listeners once again for listening to the American Nightmare podcast. Tell your family, tell your friends, let them know if they're into horror movies to give us a listen. Uh, we like to cover horror news. We like to cover top five lists. We need to come up with some more ideas. We really <laughs> need your feedback. I can't yeah. exercise enough or stress enough to how important it is to get some goddamn feedback, people. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are running out of top five lists, and... Uh, I think it's my turn this time, isn't it? Yeah. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. I have no clue what I'm going to pick. But anyway, so thank you for listening, as always. If you have suggestions for future podcasts, please. If you have general feedback, that's good. Or if you want to suggest a top five list to us, please. Um, yeah. Feedback at the-american-nightmare.com. Or you can visit us on the web at the-american-nightmare.com. Or on Facebook. We're also on Instagram and Twitter on T-A-N podcast. That's T-A-N as in the American Nightmare podcast. Um, we also want to acknowledge the opening music that we use, which is called Thor's Hammer by Ethan Mech- Mechsel. I do not know how to pronounce that guy's name. Uh, this is has been episode 51, and thank you for listening. Good night and good luck.